Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, and ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about awareness and how the only thing that is absent in our lives is awareness. So we're going to be exploring um, a story that a friend of mine told me about God's timing in his life, how God is always present, seeking out God in our lives and trusting the timing of the Lord. So a friend came up to me in the gym the other day, and he shared a story that stuck out with me, stuck out to me. Um, He told me he was driving his truck to go pick up some chemicals for his family farm. And I forget where he was headed, but it was a bit of a drive. And on the way, he got a flat tire. All of a sudden, his plans were totally thrown off as he found himself on the side of the road trying to change this flat tire. And he had a spare one ready to go, but it turned out the spare tire was flat as well. He was like, what do I do now? And as he was on the side of the road in rural Iowa, really the middle of nowhere, right at that moment, he said he saw a man driving his ranger to his mailbox to get his mail at a house just a little ways down the road. So my friend said he went off running in that direction to get the man's attention and to see if he could help him. And there's really nothing too crazy about this story and what happened here. My friend got a flat tire, which, of course, caused some stress and would be a bit frustrating. However, the reason that he told me the story was because of the perfect timing, he said, of this man and his ranger going to pick up his mail. He said the first thing that he thought about was that how he knew God was in that moment because of how perfect that timing was. And he made sure to even tell me, you know, that he prays, but he feels he doesn't have a super close relationship with God, which was interesting because for some reason, that moment made him aware of the presence of God in his life. And again, it's nothing crazy. It's not like the heavens parted and Jesus came down right before my friend's eyes, like it was some angel came to him. It's not like he walked on water or was cured of some crazy disease. I mean, he just had a flat tire. It's one of those everyday things we all go through. You know, life happens to us. You have these minor inconveniences come up, nothing too crazy. It's just, it's life. And so it's very interesting that he found God in this and that this made him aware of the presence of God. And I just thought that was cool. And then, you know, he, he as well thought it was cool that he could feel God's presence in his life. Then I asked him the question, what if God is always present? It was just the first time you became aware of it. And then that really had me thinking about my own life as well. And I was reminded almost instantly of this quote from Richard Rohr, Richard Rohr who's a Franciscan priest and author He says, we cannot attain the presence of God because we are already totally in the presence of God. What's absent is awareness. And then last night, it's funny again how uh, I'm making this this morning. Last night, I was thinking to myself about how God is always watching. He's always present in our lives. He's always here with you. 
you know, he isn't someone who just shows up and checks on us occasionally when he's got nothing better to do when he's bored. He's always here with us and is always working in our lives. He is the potter. We are the clay. He's always trying to mold and shape us through life. He's always using things. His hand is in it all. And again, the only thing, though, that is a absent is our awareness of his presence. And then I'm reminded of this verse in Genesis when it says, when Jacob woke up, he thought surely the Lord was in this place and I was unaware of it. The only thing that was absent in Jacob's life was the awareness of God. And then I too think about what is said in Matthew 7, 7, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you. And then finally, I want to tie this in um, with a verse from Paul. And Paul says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And just, I feel all of these kind of tie together for me because we find what we seek. If we're seeking out why our life sucks, we find all the reasons. If we are seeking out how we've been done wrong by the world, we find all the reasons. If we seek excuses, we find excuses. But the same applies in the opposite direction. If we seek love, we find love. If we seek adventure and opportunity, we find adventure and opportunity. If we seek the Lord, we find the Lord. And then with this verse from Paul, a man reaps what he sows. And what we seek That's the seeds, the seeds we are planting in our hearts. And in due time, those seeds grow and we will reap what we've sown. The, The fruit will reveal itself and it will reveal what kind of seed it was. And the closer we grow to God, the more we seek him out in our lives, the more we find him. But it's very hard. Um... Because the world is very tempting. It is always begging for our attention. It is seductive. It's always trying to seduce us. You know, there's so many things you could give your attention to besides God. There's so much that's just asking for us to look at it. We're always being advertised to. We're always being seduced in some way. And so it's really hard to seek out God in our lives, but I think that's what makes it so uh, personal is the fact that he sees that you are truly seeking him out in a world that is so uh, tempting. And I think, too, the more we see his hand working in our lives, the more we continue, you know, we just go further into seeking him in our lives. The more we see him, and it goes the other way, the more we seek him, the more we see him, the more we see him, the more we seek him. And so it kind of just goes hand in hand because, again, he is in everything all the time. But there are going to be those times as well, you know, when you don't feel close to him, when you don't feel his hand in things, when you don't feel he is present. You know, where's God at? I haven't seen him working in my life, but I'm reminded of something I read in the Jesus Calling by Sarah Young that said, uh, feelings are different than reality. You know, you might feel that feel like God isn't present in your life, but 
that's not reality. That's not truth. That's a story you are telling yourself versus the actual truth. And so that's always stuck with me that those feelings that God isn't present, those feelings are different than reality because he will never leave nor forsake you. He's always here. Nothing in creation will be able to separate us from his love. He tells us this. He's always working. And we must use those opportunities when we feel, I'm air quotes, when we feel he isn't present to trust in him even more and in his timing because he tells us in Peter that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. He's patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. He's patient with us. So we must also be patient with him because he is doing a good thing in our lives. And in each moment through awareness, we can work to find God's presence because he is in everything. And I think the more we practice this, the better we get at it. It's a muscle that we can build and develop. And as you continue to build this muscle and find God in everything, you too see how it's all connected, how he is working for good in your life. You just find him in these little things. And I want to tie this the end of this in because it's not looking for him in huge miracles, but it's like the little miracles of, in life. Carl Jung has a quote that says, modern man can't see God, can't see God because he doesn't look low enough. You know, we're looking for something monumental to happen. Some paramount experience, again, the heavens to part, Jesus to like come down right before us, but God doesn't reveal himself in my experience like that. I guess for me, it's more of the subtle joys of life. When I'm actually seeking him out, I find him in those subtle joys. But when I'm not seeking him, it's like, where's he at, you know? When I'm seeking him, you know, I find him in the smell of the candle or the steam that's coming off my coffee, the smell of the coffee, the way the dogs rustle, the smile of another person's face, the taste of ice cream, whatever it may be, just these subtle little joys of life that in the end, they really aren't so little. They paradoxically become the big things. They really are big miracles when we stop looking out there and we focus on right here, what's in front of us right now. We seek his face in this present moment. We find him in the present moment. And it, you can just take the simplest of things. You use your breath. You breathe through your nose and you feel that energy within. You can feel the Holy Spirit in you. You can feel God in your life. So just remember, the only thing that is absent is our awareness. The more we seek, the more we find. The more we find, the more we seek. It goes hand in hand, and it's something we can always work at. It's a spiritual muscle that we can constantly work to develop and build. So I thank you guys for listening. Sharpen the iron, and I'll see you next time.